start to fill your head with these positive things because then your day is going to be positive and you'll find more things to be grateful for and everything is going to move in the direction that you want it to. And if you veer off course, you'll just be stronger for it. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hi guys. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you sound like surprised. <laughs> like we just walked in on you. Uh, I am CB. I'm ZS. That reminds me of a funny thing I saw on TikTok where it's like the girl's reaction to somebody who randomly calls her name and it's like this like perfect like flip the hair, dimpled smile, and then the reality of some stranger calls your name, like what you do. That just made me think of that. It's so probably just like, who's calling my name? I have gone down a little bit of a hole with TikTok now that we have, well, because our TikTok account is shared. So we like jointly kind of filter what we want to watch because some of the stuff on there is creepy and awful. But I do apologize, by the way, my, my 17 year old niece is, is the reason that we follow some of the people that we follow. We need to delete some of that. Well, okay. Let's talk about it. Definitely don't delete Noah. Why? Because he's very adorable. I just don't understand. This makes me feel old AF. Do you want to know what's funny? You can do it. Like hardly can dance dance and people act like they can dance. (laughs) Right. So you'd actually be really good at it. Imagine if you were 16 today. Oh, I mean, I would love it. I would be doing all the dances. Totally. I would be following you. I just am like, I don't understand, like, put in some effort. I think it's more when, like, they look like they're bored trying to do the dances, like, and barely putting in effort because I'm so bored. Right. (laughs) And then I just get annoyed because I'm like, how are you famous? Okay, so I got a little bit. Famous people, it's fine. So true. But I did get some information from my niece this weekend about that because I'm like, okay, now who is this and why do they have 18 million TikTok followers? And she's like, well, here's why. And then who's this? And what am I hearing about like the house of whatever? And it's like, it's basically like call it like sororities for TikTok and fraternities. It's so interesting to me. And I know it shouldn't be because I'm 36 and that's probably like unhealthy, but I love it. But a fascinated old lady and I'm the cynical old lady. (laughs) Okay. But, but I will say that my good news that I would like to share today is that, um, I started kind of looking a little bit more specifically on TikTok to learn some, pick up some sign language tips because we talked about this before. But so there's this one girl who I found who is not deaf, but she is an ASL specialist. And so she helps teach sign language and um, she's got a lot of followers and she's really awesome and she's really funny and she signs everything. And I found her on Instagram and I messaged her and she wrote me back the nicest reply. And I told her I'm just a little bit shy about it because I want to learn, but I don't want to necessarily put it out there and be doing it wrong. And so she's like, if you ever have any questions, please feel free. Like, I'm happy to give you my input. And so I thought that was really good. That will make me have more confidence. 
That is so nice. I was going to tell you that, A, the video you posted, we have to like flip it so that it looks like someone's looking at you and then we have to allow duets because I want to duet you so I can do it with you. Because we have the same name. Well yeah but like for new stuff too so then I can figure it out also. Okay I I might have done something where I did something in my camera because I learned it on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Something about like if you want to see your selfie the right way but I think it's oh, like yeah, that the immersion thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I checked that up. Anyway, I want to redo that video anyway because I put words on the bottom, which you can't see because TikTok disables like the bottom. Yeah, it has a different like configuration. Yeah. Anyway, that's okay. So, anyways, head. guys, if you are not on TikTok, <laughs> Colleen and I, there are some things besides fraternally fraternity teenagers that have millions of followers. Um, doing half our stances. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or like they do other things. I can't quite understand, but that's why I, I can't, I can't get down with it and we are unfollowing. However, <laughs> there are some accounts that are so hysterical, like give me all the dog videos. And then oh. there's this one chick who sits there and she's like, okay, today. And she just describes other people's videos, but it's so funny. I mean, there is like comedic gold on TikTok, but there's also like mindless, ridiculous, why am I even on this platform things? So if you can filter through and find yes. the comedy, I had my husband actually laughing out loud, showing him some stuff. And that's like a big feat because he is anti-social media. <laughs> well, it's the it's the funny challenges that you see, like where you yes. videotape, you like tell your other half or your whatever, like, I feel like you haven't been that nice to me lately. And then you just videotape their reaction, which my husband has been letting me down big time with these funny texts that other people are sending their people and getting like, uh, funny responses. Yeah. And he's more just like lecturing me about how much money I shouldn't be spending. (laughs) And it's really frustrating. I, I set you up to fail on that one. There was like a challenge that you send this picture of this item at Crate and Barrel and it's a branch with like a string tied on it for like $85 on sale. sale. And so I was like, Colleen, send this to Doug and be like, I'm thinking like a couple of these to decorate. And some of the responses people post are so funny. Like the husbands are like, here, I just went and cut down a branch and tied it up. Like I've made this and Another one or are was you like, freaking crazy? $85 for a branch? Like, normal responses. Like, Baby Jesus better have been laying on this branch in his manger for me to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but Doug, Doug did not find the humor in it. No, he sure didn't. Clearly, he's not willing to find or see the good in any of my uh, wittiness. I don't even know. But anyway, have you said your good news? Because I know I've said mine. No, we've just rambled on about TikTok. However, did you see my TikTok I posted today? (gasps) No, is it so exciting? I just think it's funny. It's of my dog. You guys, CB is really good at doing um, these things called transitions. No, there's no transitions. It's just funny. No, 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 but you're good at them. (laughs) But she's good. And I'm I'm trying to learn a little. So you should go follow along with us because I have a feeling that we're going to be doing some pretty awesome stuff. And once it won't be an issue for us to walk up to strangers on the street 
because of COVID. Yeah, we're gonna do I feel like we're, we're, yeah, we're going to do some really fun stuff on there and hopefully make the world a little bit better. So yeah. I've been posting them on our reels too, which is on Instagram. So if you're not down with the TikTok, you can see our videos on reels and it's just fun. I'm like, this is enjoyable just to like have fun with it and not be so. I, I have, serious. I have like secretly closed my eyes and thought deeply about if you and I went away together for like a week to, you know, do work. What yeah, fun like we would have recreating oh certain things and and just having a, I just think we would have a TikTok of a time. The best time ever. Mm-hmm. We need to go go to go on vacay, work vacay. Yeah. ASAP. A- okay, S- so that is good news. My good news, well, I share in that good news because I just really enjoy <laughs> enjoying these videos. Um and that it's like Thanksgiving week and Black Friday is our craziest, craziest shopping weekend for us or work weekend. Um, But it's exciting because everyone seems to be excited about our holiday items we've prepared. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. Yep. I think that's all good. Something for everyone. We're excited that we have blankets this year. I, I think everybody who has seen them who knows me is like, it's about time. It's like, well, um, if you have good ideas, we are open to them all the time. So uh, that's, that that's note, what my TikTok shows. The blank. Oh my gosh. Okay, great. Well, it's just, it's huge and, and amazing. And everybody at my house is fighting over it, but it's so big that we could actually all fit under it. Should we want to be together, you know? So anyway. They're, um, they're amazing. Um, okay. okay yeah. Other good news. Bradford, which I love Bradford, the name. Me too. Do you think a lot of brands are really Bradford or just Bradford? I've never thought about or just it. I, wonder. I don't or think Bradley, I would ask I a Brad. Is that short for something? You know, well, maybe it would be Bradley. Yeah, I think Bradford is kind of its own enigma of a name. I like it. Well, he I do emailed too. us and just said, blessed by the relationships I've cultivated and keep strengthening. And it was like, ah, oh, a little email pocket of sunshine. I loved it. I love that too. That's it's basically what we talk about all the time. Once you cultivate something, you have to keep watering the flowers, cultivating the relationships. Yes. Or else they'll die. And that's never fun for anybody. No. I didn't mean like people will die. I just meant. I was literally about to be like, and on that note. <laughs> Super <laughs> so depressing. Sorry. I'm really sorry. Horrible. Um, no, but it's so true. So thank you, Bradford, for sending that to us. You listening can also send us anything good. And by anything, we mean literally anything. Because oh, we like to share. send us links to funny TikToks. We'll I mean, take not it. that we can really share that as good news, but we can because we just spent 10 minutes talking about TikTok. <laughs> I feel like it's funny what we could dedicate, you know, certain, you know, it's just it's it's wow. There, there there's also recipes and like DIYs and like iPhone oh tricks. So many things. Let's. I'm and our stopping. guest next week has like such a great TikTok because he. Oh my god! Spoiler alert: is a professional dancer, and so I think that's where I get a little salty about some of the other TikTok. Right, because then there's like, him. Cry, right. people! Come on, they're mm-hmm. actual dancers who like. Oh. Okay. Anyways, wait for that episode. It's amazing. We love him. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what are we talking about today? We are talking. Kind of like a crapshoot episode. I like it. Kind of, but also very, very 
five star worthy and entertaining and helpful and tip giving. Great. Yeah. Uh, so 2020 has been a lot of things, mm-hmm. a lot of things, a lot of good, mm-hmm. a lot of bad, a lot of like have to find the good, a lot of A lot of jokes because it, it seems down. like there's more bad and good. But I mean, really, I just think it's because it's just you can make more jokes about it. I agree. So um, something we haven't spoken about yet on the podcast because we haven't actually recorded since this happened, but most of you guys follow us and learned that our dear friend Adam passed away at the end of October and our hearts definitely have felt very broken um, when we found out about it and he we were so lucky to have him as a guest on the podcast two times and share so much wisdom with us on and off the podcast. He was just one of those people that we never got to meet in person, but we felt like he was our amazing friend who we've known for so long, who we shared such a deep connection with. And, oh, we're not going to get super sentimental right now. No. But, um, but our hearts are just going out to his family, his friends, everyone that he touched. And we encourage all of you to go listen back to those episodes with him and, you know, let him and his wisdom and his insights live on forever because he was just such a beautiful human and we miss him very, very much. Yeah. He's just such a bright spot in what could otherwise be just a basic day and we only recently got to know him and but we're we feel very blessed that we got to know him at all yeah Colleen wrote something that said we are heartbroken but we are also so grateful for our time with him and that's kind of what we're talking about today is being grateful so whatever has come your way whether there's been you know loss of jobs or loss of family and friends or just some downfalls in this year, we are choosing to find gratitude in all of those things and gratitude for this year that I know a lot of people keep saying like, ah, 2020 needs to end or it's a dumpster fire. And like, I get it. But a lot of our things aren't just going to go away once the new year strikes 2021. Unfortunately, no. So I think the more we can find gratitude in these hard times, the better suited we are for what else is going to come in our lives. I think that gratitude is kind of like if you're talking in reference to the three little pigs in the houses that they built, gratitude is like the bricks because there's going to be big bad wolves and like crummy things that are going to happen and try and blow our straw and wood. What's the... I don't know what the other house was. Um, But, or even like, you know, in the ocean, like the stronger the boat, the, you know, it's still going to be bumpy and you might get thrown around a little bit, but like, at least you will get through it. I don't, I liked, I don't know why my brain does this and I do apologize. Stronger the boat. Adam would have liked it. I am sure of this. So let's build, let's build some strong, good, grateful brick houses, guys. When the bones are good, the rest don't matter. You know what song I'm singing? Yeah. Good shot and let it rain. 
One day we're going to really actually sing Mary? so people believe that we have decent voices. <laughs> you you should sing. And I'll just do the doo-wop, doo-wop, the background. Stuff. No. I can do that. Colleen, one time we were driving and I'm like, we need to specifically only sing duets with harmonies so that we can harmonize together. My sister and I used to do this all the time. Be like, I'll take the high part, you take the low part. And, we and I was would. like, I don't know what that means. But then she taught me. And then I realized okay oh my gosh just listen to like a little pentatonics christmas and your mind will be blown with harmonizing yeah now's the time i need to add some of that to my christmas playlist oh my gosh i have the best christmas playlist i've been listening to it for almost two weeks now and the issue with pentatonics is they're acapella Mm -hmm. right yeah but they have like five people harmonizing or something, and I feel like I should do every part. Right, you're you're all the instruments and the voice. I'm like ah da 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 da. Well, you could. All you have to do is record different tracks, which you clearly know how to do. Oh my gosh, you should try it. How bad now do I want to try to record all the different parts and put them together? You had better. You had better. No, they, everybody's you'll have to do another that. part with me. Well, we'll see. Let's talk about it you later. You record a song with me. Okay. Okay. What are we talking about? I okay, feel so, like our transition out of talking about Adam was very, like, carefree and silly, and that's so not how we feel. We no. are, you know, so sad. Um, but Adam taught us to be so grateful and positive and confident and so many other things and um he wanted us to be who we were and that's what we were being yeah i agree so anyways here we go also um our collection we did with him we were donating proceeds to the trevor project we since decided to donate all the proceeds to the trevor project in his name because we just think it's so important and one thing we can do to help his his memory himself live on you guys have blown it out of the water I think we're up to like almost four thousand dollars to donate um so if you have not shopped our you are not alone collection go do that and it will be donated in Adam's name um and we appreciate everyone who's already shopped and shared their pictures with us and sent stories like I went to prom with Adam or I was his friend in high school the one he mentioned in the podcast I I love it I feel like we are learning so much about him that we didn't know already so and we might not have yeah otherwise yeah so So, gratitude we are grateful for adam and our time with him yeah we are and that will be helpful in this episode because our christmas slogan if you want to call it that or design that we slapped on some awesome stuff this year is do good for goodness sake which is fun and funny and cute and adorable so we want to talk about that, but also we are on the, let's see, what's it called when it's like the pre-Thanksgiving? It's almost Thanksgiving. I'm not going to try to be too fancy. So we want to talk, we kind of want to tie together doing good and finding gratitude. And so we just wanted to talk a little bit about that and give some tips and tricks. It might be especially hard for some of you listening and for ourselves included this year if you normally travel and you won't be or you won't get to see certain loved ones. That is very, very hard and choices to get where you are going have probably been hard to make, but we have to be smart 
if we want this to go away faster, if we want 21 to be sunnier, so to speak. So we're just going to talk a little bit about how you can do good and find gratitude in what has otherwise been known as like the worst year in the century. <laughs> right? Or I don't know. When was the like the Spanish flu? <laughs> I don't even know. What else? Oh the plague. I the basically plague. failed uh, history. And now I've learned so. that the history I learned shouldn't even be like checkmarked as verified. So... <laughs> Right, which is why you, you know. should go watch The Crown. At least you can learn about the royal heritage of England mm. or the United I'll stick Kingdom. To my, or... my nonsense. Yeah. Well. Okay. So. Okay, okay. So do good. Yeah. So we have a shirt that says this, and we've had it for a long time, and it's obviously something we wish everybody would do more of, even ourselves. But we have a couple little tips that um, things that you can do that are really simple, small things that could make a great impact. And we just have a couple little ideas. Yeah. You wanna, so wanna tell walk the walk or walk the talk, you know, especially right now, if you want to do good then do it and lead by example. I think we try to drill in our kids' heads around this time of year, like, what are you grateful for? Or, you know, let's do random acts of kindness leading up to the holidays or whatnot, because everyone feels all cheery and joyful. But are we doing that the rest of the year and showing them the example of it? Or are we just doing it because it's like, we got the holiday bug inside of us. So like, can we carry that on and do good at home and be the person that we want people to think of us as? I mm-hmm. thought about this a lot um, after Adam died that people were posting live the way you want people to remember you as. And all of the posts that I was reading about how people remember Adam, like he did that. He lived how people are going to remember him. And I don't think there would be anything worse than people thinking of you as not the person you really want to be. As a a jerk. Freaking jerk. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants that. No, but it's so true. What was I listening to? Oh, I was listening to um Dak Shepard's podcast. Huh. Talker, oh. sorry. But he was interviewing Jason Bateman, who I love. And it was really funny because they're friends and Dax was like sometimes I just feel like you're not as invested in our friendship. Like you don't like me. And then Jason Bateman was like, you're like one of my top friends. I just don't come off to people how I think I'm coming off and I need to work on it. And they like worked through this whole thing. It was very, I I enjoyed listening to it, but he was sitting there saying like, I really need to work on how people perceive me is not how I'm actually feeling or wanting to be perceived and he's like and it's on me because I know I'm the one who's clearly it's not just like some random person has a weird perception of me it's I'm not putting out what I think I'm really feeling on the inside and I was like yes if we could all kind of have that mirror of what am I really putting out for people to perceive from me versus how I really am on the inside absolutely so take, take inventory of that I had a really rough mom night one night last week. I can't remember when. And I like went to my girl's closet, which is a nice size closet. And 
So I wasn't like, you know, it wasn't suffocating or anything. And I shut the door and I was just having a moment with myself and I Googled, I feel like a bad mom. And I read something and one of the things that I opened, it made me feel so much better and so much less alone. It was something I already knew anyway. But one of the things that really caught my attention was like, I mean, your your kids are not going to necessarily remember that you yelled at them on a Tuesday night, November 2020. But what your kids will remember is how you handled it when they spilled milk on their science project or, you know, it's it's the bigger moments to like be kind and gentle to yourself, but also remember that you, you'll you be remembered for how you are. So if you need to take a break, then take a break if, if that's going to help you be better. And it kind of just helped me just take a deep breath and started my next day a lot, a lot more fresh. But yeah, and it doesn't have to be big, huge things because we talk about it all the time, but little things can make a great impact. So we came up with a couple of ideas of things that we ourselves and you guys can do to just do some good at home and in your community or the world, whatever, whatever you want. I love it. Yeah. So one of the things, I definitely overthink things like Thanksgiving place cards because I have it in me to create great stuff. But when it comes to stuff in my own home, I I generally, it just kind of drops off. Kind of like the the shoemaker's kids doesn't have any shoes type of thing. Mm -hmm. So to take the pressure off of myself, I love doing this anyway. This is the first year that I will be in my home for Thanksgiving since I think forever. I've never had Thanksgiving. We always travel to St. Louis to see my in-laws. We won't be doing that this year, but I want to involve my kids because I have to do some preparations. And so that is something that as long as I can hold on to my hat and love and patience and kindness, kind heart, I'm going to have them help me make place cards for everybody and mash the mashed potatoes and just do some good in the kitchen and that's little, but it'll it'll make this kind of a memorable Thanksgiving, I think. I think that's adorable. Um, when I read Thanksgiving place cards, I was like, what? What is that? <laughs> of course, it's like the only like thing. The, yeah. Just find anywhere to sit, whether it's on a couch or a chair, and just eat your food. And um, no, I think that's adorable. And I definitely think it starts at home. So making the memories with your kids, especially if their Thanksgiving is affected this year and they won't be around, you know, grandparents or people they normally are used to seeing. Um, and it's just you guys. How can you make it extra special this year? Yes. For you guys. I think that's, that's great. Make 2020 memorable, more memorable in good ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like that. Um, we have commit to writing three letters to people you wish to see but can't this year, telling them how grateful you are to have them in your life. I think that's amazing because snail mail is so not used anymore. And mm-hmm. I think it's so much more thoughtful than just like, CS just asked me this, are you sending holiday cards this year? I was like, do you feel like most people just look at them and they hang them up for a minute and then they're in the garbage? Like, is it really worth it to send them, which I'm still on the fence. And now mind you, I love getting holiday cards. It's just more like, do I want to spend the time addressing holiday cards? Mm-hmm, addressing? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, shoemakers, children doesn't have shoes. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, anyways, back to my point. Uh, I think it's just so much more special to read a letter like about directly 
directed towards you. Yeah. Me too. Someone. I love it. And I think it's a good little thing that we should probably do more often than just, you know, Thanksgiving 2020. If you're thinking, if someone's on your mind, shoot them a text or better yet, sit down and write them just a little note. Like you were on my mind and I just wanted to send you something in the mail so that you can hold this and look at it and read it and see. You see all these beautiful envelopes. Mm -hmm. I mean, the people can't see it, but I'm showing CS. So I (laughs) ordered friendship bracelets from Pura Vida, like you I mean, told me about this three or four years ago. I feel like you told me <laughs> literally about wrote cards to all my friends saying, thank you for being such a good friend. Blah, blah, blah. I love you. Colleen with a friendship bracelet addressed to them addressed. I can't say that. And they're still here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my kids thank you cards like, from their I birthday literally... parties. Same, same thing. It's horrible. What's... I'm horrible. Like, gosh, I'm just winning the friendship game. I'm going to tell all my friends how much they mean to me. And some of their Here's addresses mm-hmm. don't exist anymore because it's been four years. Mm-hmm. They all <laughs> moved. There's something out there that can help us. I mean, for instance, I know like my kid's school, I could export the entire school and then just like go through and put them in a Google spreadsheet or something. But I feel like can't my friends, if they want a card from me, just like – like put their address on some app for me. I don't know. You know, that's a great idea. And maybe someone should pay you for that idea to have like a. I think there addressing... is one though. Okay. Well, find it for us people. Okay. Addressing yeah, okay yeah. Wedding invites and thank you cards and all this stuff because it just takes a lot of time and money. And unfortunately the internet has ruined us basically. Because it just makes it too easy to see the dang picture. Right. I mean, yeah. One year it went over really well. We got to do it. Snail mail. Snail mail. I think it hits harder nowadays. Snail mail makes Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My kids go crazy if they get anything in the mail. Anything at all. So, yeah. I'll I'll send those friendship bracelets eventually. You should do that. And then also, like, think of all the people in nursing homes and in hospitals who have nobody to visit them, especially. Like, it's sad to think about in the first place, but then it's like, nobody can visit you? That makes me so sad. Oh, my grandma, my sister just went, I think, the other week, and it's, you have to have a time slot, and you can only be for a couple of seconds, and if it's outdoors, because it has to be, and it's too cold, it's, it's devastating. I mean, it's so heartbreaking what some of these elderly people are going through and right oh I can't even think about it I can't either I mean we have to think about it though that's the problem we have to think about it and make it a priority to make these holidays special for everyone right so you could call you know just google local nursing homes call one of them just call one of them and just say if my kids color some pictures, can I send them for very like how many, whatever? I don't know, but you can ask the right questions. Um, volunteering is probably a little different in light of COVID. I know I'm doing a little bit of volunteer work for m- some schools that are near and dear to my heart and everything is on Zoom. But, you know, there are still lots of ways. I've Googled volunteering near me during COVID and there are so many opportunities. So you guys can do that, or you can specifically reach out to an organization that you love and maybe you have a certain skill set and you can just say, I'm good at this and I would be willing to 
dedicate like an hour a week or whatever you could give and then just see what they say. I think sometimes even just being thought of means the world to organizations. Um, Obviously, you can do a lot of things online. You could, um, CB sent me a link last week where you can adopt an animal and Mm -hmm. get your kids involved with that, which you want to speak on that? Oh, I just thought it was the cutest holiday idea. It's like you adopt an animal. What was it? The world. I don't know. I just looked it up again too. World something wildlife foundation world. I don't know. But anyways, you adopt an animal and then they send them a stuffed animal of that animal and like a little adoption certificate. And I thought it was just a great gift for the holidays because it's showing that you're doing good and donating and being generous with your funds. And then they also learn how to like love and care for someone. I don't know. I just thought it was adorable. World Wildlife Fund. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was a great gift more than just like a toy that's going to be used a couple of times and thrown in a corner. This is just a way to show them also how to do good and donate and give to charity and, you know. Right. You can donate even, like we always say, you know, forget about Starbucks today and donate $5 to whatever whatever we're trying to bring awareness to or for. Um, so you could look into opportunities like that from small businesses or better yet, support small businesses or your favorite restaurants. Um, because we, we know that these places are struggling, especially the ones with storefronts. We're so blessed that we're online and nothing has really changed for us in that way. But we feel very, we feel sorry for all the businesses who are struggling to make it. And so we encourage you guys to all do that. That's doing good for yourself and for the business. And community. I feel like we're all guilty of two clicks easy on Amazon, but, and I know that Amazon employs a lot of people. So I'm not saying don't shop anywhere specific, but if you can take the time to support and shop small and get gift cards to your favorite restaurants, help some of these people out who are, you know, struggling because of COVID right now. So, Mm -hmm. and then I saw this and I thought this was a good idea. You could call your local nursing home, a local fire station. Uh, you could even call your kid's school if they're in school, which I know not a lot are, but you could just say that you would love to order. All you could afford is five pizzas, but is there, a, a, you know, is there a need for that? Is there a want for that? And then that will be supporting your local pizza place and it will be giving something back to people who will go, wow, that was so nice. I feel like I would be like, oh, that is so nice. And that's all we want. I did this a couple years ago and I brought, I think it was like donuts to the fire station or something. And then I learned that they don't necessarily want junk food. They want like stuff that will sustain them and be healthy. And I was like, lesson learned. So I went and got like a bag or two of groceries of just like snacks that were just better for them and people. Because I think when people think, oh, I'm going to go drop this off and it's really nice. Most people think I'm going to go grab donuts or I'm going to go grab, you know, these unhealthy things. And they were like, no, but we have these kitchens full of like any snacks that we can snack on and not, you know, feel like crap afterwards. So anyways, take into account because sometimes just some snacks from the grocery store, it's like 
the nicest thing. Throw it in a bag. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. And I I don't want to be the Debbie Downer. And I told CB I wasn't going to bring this up. But um, in the last, well, I guess two weeks ago, within two days, my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, passed away from COVID. And my cousin, who was battling glioblastoma, which is uh, the worst brain cancer I think that one can get, or one of them, they both passed away within two days of each other. And I threw myself into helping my sister because – that's what I know how to do. I, I can create the program and I can walk you through this and I can go here with you and there with you. And um, it was time beautifully spent. But what I noticed, people love to sign up for meal trains, but what I noticed was super helpful for my sister during that time was the people who dropped off a bag with like like um, an assortment of baked chips or granola bars or DoorDash gift certificates because more people are coming over to offer help and it's very nice to be able to offer them, you know, can I, we have all of this stuff and it just made my sister feel really good because she likes to have things on hand, but just didn't have the time or the mind to do it. And so in, they had baskets of apples, baskets of oranges, people were just dropping off these things and you don't have to ask, you don't even have to say who's dropping them off. And a lot of people didn't, but the flowers were beautiful, but it was those things that I think like really, really helped her not have to worry about if I'm starving. Well, at least I know I can grab an apple because I'm not going to, I mean, you know, uh, they were 17 when they started dating and I was three years old. They were together for like, I don't know, married for 27 years. You know, she's got a lot on her, her mind and her plate. And then I know same for in Baltimore, um, where my cousin lived, you know, everybody's just doing what they can. And if you just do what you can, that's enough. And it, remember the episode with Heidi, when she said, you're giving people a small gift by letting them help you. Yeah. It's like you were giving them a gift by accepting help and accepting, obviously your sister wasn't like you do this, you do this. Like she isn't in the place to tell people what to do, right. but being able to just like accept it and accept all of your help that you gave. And it's just anything you can do to think of someone else instead of just the, let me know what I can do. Like, which is, is, is really easy to say, obviously. And it is, but sometimes I want to type it and then I'm like, Nope, type it, just offer something specific or do something. And yeah, it's, it's, been crazy. Guys. It really has. But these things really are super useful and helpful. And when you're doing good for one person, then you're helping one person who's going to help another person. And so it's that boomerang effect that we talk about all the time. But, um, you know, it, it's anyway, neither here nor there. But we we know that it's a lot easier to do good if if our hearts are full and if we have a grateful heart. And so we want to touch on that real quick, too. Because gratitude is huge. So we have some good, we have good little tricks for being grateful. Yeah. It doesn't need to be this like over the top outrageous thing. I think gratitude is more useful when you are looking for the tiniest, most specific little thing that's in front of you. It doesn't need to be like, I am grateful for... I don't know. The roof over my head, obviously. The what? That Florida exists. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. It can literally be, I'm grateful for this pen because I really like the way it writes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am grateful or, for Or, I don't like this pen. I'm going to find one that I do and be grateful for it when I find it. Think yes. ahead. Think ahead, guys. So I think when we look at these tiny things and see appreciation for all the small things, then it makes it so much easier to look at this year and the loss of so many people and say, I'm really grateful for the moments I had with them, or I'm grateful for the lessons they taught me. It makes it easier to find gratitude when your heart's broken or when you Mm -hmm. are super mad about something. And if we can practice that all the time and make it just a consistent habit that, you know, I don't believe all these things happen for a reason or whatever. Like you don't always have to see the silver lining in things, but when you can just find something to be grateful for out of everything, Mm -hmm. then it's, it makes it, I don't want to say easier, but it cushions it, cushions it a little bit. So it's not such a sad negative. It's a sad, I don't want to say positive. It's a sad. I think it's almost like a, a distraction that you need. Like, like for example, um, I think it makes it easier when I'm referring to like someone dying specifically. It makes it easier to celebrate their life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than mourn their death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you can look at all the reasons you're grateful for their life, then it's easier to celebrate all those great times instead of just be sad about the day that they died. Absolutely. Sense? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. That's what I was yeah. Trying to get. Yeah. We, I mean, we don't have to be so picky about what we're going to be grateful about. And it doesn't also have to be like, you don't have to post something on Instagram every time you're grateful for something. But one thing that I found that I thought was really cool was like, pick a moment, find, figure out something that you do every single day. So I brush my teeth every morning and I hope you do too, because I think that um, that's Oral a good habit is, is yeah. yeah, but equally important as brushing your teeth is being grateful truly because like I'm thinking about when I lost my sister and how, how overwhelmed with sadness and heartache I was. But then when I started to realize like, well, I've never would have met that friend. And it's almost like a, like a, like a little fairy godmother has like tapped her magic wand and just like fills you with a moment of peace. And then you might feel sad again, but those moments, they come more frequently and they keep coming when you realize like grateful, if you're grateful for things, I just think it, your life is just better. So when you're brushing your teeth every morning, you, that is your time to say something that you're grateful for to yourself. Just, just brush your teeth and say, I'm grateful for this. Or like, oh, I'm excited for this today. Start to fill your head with these positive things because then your day is going to be positive and you'll find more things to be grateful for. And everything is going to move in the direction that you want it to. And if you veer off course, you'll have a stronger, you'll just be stronger for it. Overcoming it. I agree. I I've talked about the journal that I have in the morning and it's like three things you're grateful for. And sometimes I would find myself writing the same thing because I'm like, well, I'm always grateful for my kids or I'm always grateful for my husband or whatever. And I felt like I had to say those things that are super important. But then I would like dismiss all the other amazing things. Like I'm really freaking grateful for my coffee and how it tastes with my creamer. And I'm really grateful for my chapstick sitting by my bed. And like, when you 
get past those big things and get super specific about it, then it just makes it so much easier to be like, I'm grateful for this traffic I'm sitting in because it's giving me more time to listen to this awesome podcast by Colleen and Colleen. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, yeah. it makes it easier to take those moments and turn them around. Um, I think I probably mentioned this before, but my family, when we have family meals, we go around the table and say what we're, what was the best part of our day, which is kind of another way of saying like, I'm grateful that this happened. And my kids come up with the funniest things, like the most benign, like little teeny intricate, like things that were literally just a thread in their day. But to them, it was something huge, which is something that I should have learned from long before now, as I'm thinking about the things they say. But if you have a gratitude journal and you kind of go through your day and like you think about, I woke up and this is what happened. And then I'm sat in the carpool line and my kids and I started adding songs to the Christmas playlist that we loved and we were singing and like things that you don't think about at the end of the day as, as things that you were grateful for during the time. If you can reflect on it, I think that's probably a really good way to fill your, your heart and head with, wow, I'm more grateful than I'm not. And that's good. Do you also ask about like the worst part of their day? Well, Maddie likes to do the worst part of your day. Okay. Um, I just heard this thing that said you should do both because most people would think you would only want to do the good part. But if you do the bad part too, then it allows everyone to reflect on that and then either what came from it or what they learned from it or how that in comparison to the good, like Mm. it was something about the way our brains work to like, A, not everything always has to be good because it's not. Mm -hmm. And so that's okay. And B, reflect on that bad thing. And then how can we either grow from it or learn from it or whatnot? And I was like, that's so interesting. So I need to do that because in my dance classes, I always say, tell me something good at the beginning of class. And then some will be like, oh, I had the worst week ever. And I would be like, well, I want to hear something good. And now I've started to let them tell me. I was like, well, why was it the worst week ever? And then I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. And then we find some good out of that. Yeah. Where I'm not just dismissing Way to the negative them. that they had right. while I'm trying. That's great. Anyways, um, yes. So gratitude, it's so – it sounds so stupid and cliche, but, like, it works, you guys. So find something right now. Like, we'll give you a minute pause. I mean, we really won't, but we'll give you a 10-second pause to think of something – really minuscule and microscopic that you are grateful for. Go. CS, what are you grateful for? My propel. Oh, what flavor? Grape. Grape propel. Great. 10 for 10. 10 for $10? Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. It's my treat. I don't drink soda, so I'm grateful for my propel. I like it's it. Gone. It's gone enough. Um, I am grateful for, I should be quicker with this. I'm grateful for my, my dog. And I know that's a big thing and it's not a little thing, but I'm grateful for her putting up with my photographing her and taking videos of her. For TikTok. (laughs) Even though she probably hates it. She hates it. She's angel, a little prosciutto. Okay. Guys, we hope you thought of something that you are grateful for. So it's inspiring too, by the way. If like, if you're someone who's like, oh man, that bad thing happened to that person, but you're the one being like, but 
you know, on the other hand, you're going to inspire them without even trying just by finding things to be grateful for in good and bad and ugly and sad and everything in between. Yeah. And telling people like you could use that for your do good ideas. Like I'm grateful for you because X, Y, Z. I'm grateful for you because you tell the best jokes or you laugh at my jokes. Like sharing those things with people and really telling them. I actually was on the phone with my husband before this and I'm like, I really got to go. I have to record a podcast about gratitude and I'm going to tell everyone how grateful I am for you. (laughs) I started laughing. I'm grateful for you too. And he was like, that's so nice. And I was like, well, I was joking. I'm really not, but I really am grateful for you. And he's like, well, I don't know what he said, something sarcastic back, but he was, it's so true. Like, how often do you just look at your closest people in your life and be like, I'm really grateful for you. I appreciate you, Ted Lasso. I do, I do have to share. I, last weekend, Danny, who is 14, I texted him. I, I just was thinking, he did something for me that I didn't ask him to do. And I said, I'm so sorry. Um, Oh no. I just said like, I appreciate you. And oh, I said, you're a great kid and I appreciate you. And he wrote me back. Thank you, moms, exclamation point, exclamation point, two heart emojis. And so then he said to me the next day when he got home, he's like, what made you text me that? And I told him it was like, he folded something that I don't remember, but like I had to unfold it, which made me happy to like use it. And no one ever does anything for me around here, it seems like. So sorry to sound so grinchy, but um, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, And he's like, yeah, I was like chilling with my friend and my friend saw that I had a notification and I like looked at it and I was like, I just got the weirdest text. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, no, it made me really happy. And I was like, well, the fact that he even mentioned it, I'm like, well, I felt I meant it. I really did. Now it made an impact. I need to figure out a way to be thankful for your brother and text him too. (laughs) Make it even. (laughs) So I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. Good. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think telling people we think it in our heads, but are we really letting them know? Right. We should do that. Like Ted Lasso. I appreciate you. Yeah. If you didn't, I've noticed so many more people like like emailing us oh do you have the tracking number of this blah blah blah. and then I sent it back and he was like I love your work I appreciate you and I was like (gasps) I just keep noticing it more I don't know or like have watched Ted Lasso I keep seeing that pop up more and more I don't know why everybody should let Ted Lasso rub off on them and then the world will be like finally a better place did you hear that him and his girlfriend are separated now um, what's her name? Emily. Oh yeah, my I gosh! The no. article. Jason Sudeikis and what's her name? I don't remember her last Whoever, name. From the Devil Wears Prada. But yes. No, no, no. Together, that's Jim they... Krasinski. That's Jim Krasinski. No, that's Olivia. Oh well, no! Who, what was she? I'm in the mixing Devil the two girlfriends up. Remember, she was like the evil. No, that's Jim Krasinski's. Yeah. I don't know, but one of them's like Olivia Wilde and the other one is Emily something. Yeah, I know. I can't remember right now because you put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm like making this up. Anyways. Emily Blunt? Blunt? Yes. Is I it Jim and like, Emily? I thought so. I could be wrong. Wait, who is getting separated? <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. Okay. And his Wait. 
longtime girlfriend slash when did you send me co-parent this? i don't know like Maybe recently yeah it's in the news is it is it like with one of your tiktok links uh, i don't know oh man i'm gonna have to find it because now i really gotta know it could have been a screenshot just google it jason sudeikis breakup <sighs> wishing them both the best um yeah do you know what i also learned on real housewives of salt lake city which is a new new city brand new all the things it is wow i i kind of like it but they believe that if you send the thumbs up emoji that it means f you (laughs) like they Mm -hmm. all are like you know what you meant by the thumbs up emoji and she's like what and she's like f you and then on the side they're like did you mean f you with the thumbs up emoji and she's like of course i did <laughs> and they're oh, like everyone no. knows that's a thing and i that's was like gonna, I that's, that's, that's confusing thing. i feel like now everybody's brains are going to be messed up and i am trying to find yeah. this that you have supposedly well, sent me watch out in salt lake city if you send the thumbs up emoji supposedly it means giving them the big old free bird well, thumbs up, as we have discussed before, can be as, like, painstakingly. Um... Oh, okay. You're right. Jason Sudeikis was dating Olivia Wilde. Yeah, and she's in a lot of stuff. Yes. She and Emily, I, I can see up. why you thought that. I can see why you yeah. thought that. Okay, so they broke up, huh? They broke up. All yes. Right, well. The other guys with Emily Blunt. Sorry. So sorry. Yeah. I mean, I was going to be really sad because even though I'm really jealous of Emily Blunt because I love Jim Krasinski with all of my heart, I love them together. Jason yeah. Sudeikis, uh, <laughs> Olivia Wilde. Sorry, everybody. Google Google um, okay. So, yeah, just really like hard. Jason, when the going gets tough, Sometimes you have to try harder to find that gratitude and use it. Thanksgiving to me is like my like reminder of my Nana big time. It's just she always cooks. She did everything. I have so many good memories. And when we have had Thanksgiving since she passed, we always go around and say what we're grateful for. And it involves crying and I'm grateful for my Nana because without her, none of us would all be here, blah, 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 blah. And we still do it, even though those moments are like hard and who wants to start crying in front of everyone at family party. But I did it because I think it's what everyone's thinking inside. And sometimes it's good to just let people feel their feelings. And Mm -hmm. if I'm sad, I'm going to be sad and also happy because without her, I wouldn't have all these wonderful memories. So when the going gets tough, if you're angry about something, if you feel like the cards aren't in your favor, dig even deeper. Like no matter how hard it is, try even harder to find something to be grateful for in those moments. Mm-hmm. I agree. We, we hope you guys can do that because we like you and care about you and want you to be happy and that's the ticket. So yeah. All of our guests on this podcast have all shown us some form of like light and truth that we always say like, listen to this to be inspired or be motivated or whatnot. And through all of their stories, we all kind of get the same message. Like everyone is so grateful for their lives and like the 
stories that they have that they've shared with us, even if they are hard, they've found ways to, you know, get through and use that to light the way for other people. I just think, I just think it's a common thread and we all need to be working on it. So, okay. That's, that's what I've got. Awesome. I hope you guys learned anything. So gratitude. Yeah. Uh, We are wishing you all the happiest Thanksgiving. And if you're doing any holiday shopping, we encourage you to head to everykind.shop on Black Friday at 8 a.m. CST and go check out all of our holiday items, lots of restocks, big coupon codes all day and all weekend, small business Saturday, shop small, you guys. Um, What else? Sponsored by Every Kind. Yeah, we'll get there. Sponsored by Jason Sudeikis. And Olivia Wilde. (laughs) Separately, but always in our hearts together. I don't know. I didn't even know they were dating, so I can't act like that. Um, Yeah. I I intend to start watching the Housewife thing. Um, It will be my first season, but CB said I should do it. So I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'll let you guys know. I'll let you guys know. I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Learn a lot for that experience. Um, there's other shows that would probably emotionally and mentally enlighten you more. <laughs> That's okay. I think it's nice to have a break sometimes. Nice to have like a, oh my gosh, people exist in the world and live some of these lives. Yeah, I do. That's why I like fiction books, even though I shouldn't be listening to more self-help, but it just helps me escape my own life. Totally. Sometimes it's like, I just can't believe this is reality. Like it seems fake. That, like, yeah, this is actually it. happening. I mean, I know people turn it on for the cameras, but still. Yeah. Dang. These are the days of our lives. Do they say that? I'm grateful. No, and that's from days uh, of our lives. <laughs> all right. I just didn't know. And I'm grateful for all those people. Awesome housewives who bring me such entertainment. Amen. And for Andy Cohen for, you know. For who this wonderful world is better because of 1000 percent. all right guys uh so what did you learn be grateful and do good this holiday season in any which way you can and feel good about ways you can doing good yeah do good for goodness sake dang it yeah and don't be a freaking jerk (laughs) yeah don't be a jerk guys Get over it. Move on. Be All nice. right. Okay. Uh, can't wait for next week's episode. You guys are going to love it. And we will chat with you soon. Um, happy holidays. Happy. No, I was going to say. Merry We're all Christmas inclusive happy here. Holidays, but really. All the holidays yeah. that we are all celebrating, may you have the happiest of them all. thousand percent. Hanukkah's coming up pretty soon also. I know. That's why I asked you that question earlier. Anyway. Oh, December 10th. All right. Peace out. A-Town. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, sure. A-Town down. I, I know, but you can't see my screen. I just didn't know if you could see me if I did it like that. So. I could see you. Okay. I, okay, I did bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>